Hey, hey, what's up? It's Billy and Marco. This is the Fun Bunch Podcast. This is a long time uh, coming, a long time in the making. My name is Billy. Uh, my partner is my very good friend, Marco, and uh, we uh, have worked together years on the radio and decided, you know what we should do, man? We should do a podcast. We should do it on the internet, and uh, we should do it about uh, one of the teams we love, but it's going to be more than just uh, Redskin stuff. It's going to be all kinds of sports. Uh, all over everywhere and uh, super excited to have you on. Marco, how you doing, man? Good, my brother. Yeah, we talked about this in like the 1900s. I think we did. Like <laughs> 98, 99. We're like, man, we should get on the internet where we have no rules and just do whatever the fuck we want to do. <laughs> yeah. See, the nice thing about, uh, you know, we worked on the radio, terrestrial radio, which is good, but you, you're very constricted and, and con- conformed and you got to be, you got to fit into a box. And uh, here on the internet, you're, only box you're fitting to is this video box up around the screen. Exactly so. right. So there's no, <laughs> there's no rules, you know. Yeah. Uh, so just a little bit about us. Uh, this is our pilot uh, episode. So if you're just meeting us now, uh, we uh, we're both huge uh, DMV fans. Uh, all of the all of the uh, teams, obviously the Redskins, uh, Capitals, uh, and uh, you know I uh, I grew up like like in the Orioles because the the Wiz, the, the uh, Nationals weren't there when I was a kid. So, but uh, and then oh, we worked oh, separately. O's, by the way, beat the Nats last night. Just want to throw that out. Oh, a little yeah. dagger on there. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we worked for a long time, never together. We met and then uh, became fast friends uh, and uh, have watched several Redskins games uh, uh, because that's what they were called when we were watching them. It's going to be hard for me to call them the Commanders. Now I know what everybody – it's like the first time I've done a podcast where I have to refer to the team, and so I've already said I said the R word three times. i gotta, yep. I got to curb that. Now I know how the, uh, Troy Aikman feels when he's uh, broadcasting the, uh, the game. Yeah, you know it's funny. I tell people all the time, like I'm not saying it to be a dick. Like I'm not right. like you know just it's just 40 years on Earth, 40 plus years on Earth saying it. It's just hard not. You know what I mean? It's right. Like, I just it just happens. It's like it's like Tourette's. It just comes out, and <laughs> I really can't do anything yeah. about it. Yeah, I I didn't know how long it was going to take. Yeah, because you hear people talk about it all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, Sam, but uh, you're like, oh. But then when you're in the hot seat and you're talking about the team, it's it's very easy to come out. Uh, speaking of the team, obviously, they're right in the middle of the thick of things. Now, normally when we were watching uh, the team, the, the the talk would be now all of the free agents, the heavy, hefty, pricey free agents we would have gotten. Uh, we would have been talking about Bruce Smith and Deion Sanders and Adam Archuleta and uh, Albert Hainsworth, you know, the whole bit. But we haven't done that in about probably 10 years. Uh, we're, we're pretty uh, we're, we, we bargain shop now. We do, man. We're like uh, we're like coupon clippers, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, well, what do you get... got in the debt section? Is... <laughs> yeah. What's, what's going to expire tomorrow that you need to get rid of today? Yeah, exactly. It's kind of what we're in the market for. But no, you're right, man. I used to remember we were that team that free agency. They, they would do the remember the countdown of free agency. And, oh yeah. You know, it was like three o'clock on like a Tuesday or Thursday. It was always really weird. Dude, by three o'clock and thirty-two seconds, we had signed three guys for hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> oh, we were man. we were buying the jerseys, and those were all pretty much bad investments, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't think of. Uh, I, I mean, if I had to, I mean, I can't think of very many uh, free agents. I mean, we had a, 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 I'd say a decent or two trades. I don't know any free agent that came and just killed it. Can you think, name a free agent that came in and played better than what they did before? I don't know if I can actually. No, nobody came in and played better. I don't think that ever. I don't. I. I don't think that ever happened. Um, yeah, I mean Bruce uh, Smith was okay, but he still wasn't. He was a shell of himself, you know. With I mean, he still was decent, 
Oh, remember Jason? What was that? Jason Thomas? Or what is that? The, the guy we got from Miami, 99? He came in. He didn't do anything. Uh, Taylor. Yeah. Jason Taylor. Yeah. And Deshaun then. Deshaun uh, Watson. I guess I could make the argument. Or Deshaun. Deshaun uh, De, no, oh, no, Deshaun no, Jackson. Uh, Jackson. <laughs> yeah. I was just we, reading about the, uh, Desha- Watson. They were comparing the Jalen Hurts deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson was in the. He was getting massages when we were getting. Uh, when we were getting uh, Deshaun Jackson. Was. He was busy. Oh, no, dude, I got one. I, I think Pierre Garçon came in and played just Garçon as well lit it up. as he did in Indy. He was really Garçon. good in Indy, but I think he really, he was, I would say, yeah. Garçon yeah. lit it up. Yeah, that would be a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah not, not too many. And I guess in recent years we've been doing but But normally we would be talking about that. Obviously, the big thing we're going to be talking about here in, in a little bit anyway is talking about the sale of the team. I don't know how many years Dan Snyder has been. Uh, the owner. I was never. There are people. There's like three camps with the Dan Snyder. I was in the camp. I didn't care. It's because he didn't. To me, you were, he was never leaving. He didn't really affect the team. He wasn't playing football or whatever. Sure, he was a pain in the ass and he did dumb things. But you know, I was always like, dude, it's not him. We have to focus on trying to win on the field. Uh, there are people that are convinced that he was the one and only reason why the team never did good. It was always him. Uh, and then there, there were people that were sort of in the middle there. Where, were, where, where do you fall on the Dan Snyder is all everything is Dan Snyder's fault? Can't. No. So, yeah, no, no, no. So when he first, I mean, you got to be fair, like in the beginning, I was I was pumped up when he got it. Right. Because I remember hearing the stories. He did some interview and he he was sleeping. First of all, he grew up in in Maryland. So he grew yeah, he up was a fan. fan. Right. Yeah. So back then, not anymore. Back then, I thought it's cool for a fan to own a football team. I'm like, because I'm. You know, I'm trying to put myself in a situation. Dude, if I can right. buy the Redskins, I'm going to be huge, right? Yeah. Well, so then I heard the stories, you know, he was sleeping in a Redskins football helmet while the NFL is negotiating with him and trying to go through the approval process. I'm like, dude, this guy's diehard. He's sleeping in a helmet. I mean, what? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Huge story. <laughs> and so I'm like, I love this guy. He's a fan. And, you know, and then when he first bought it, he, he has that classic interview. What are you going to change, Dan? He's like, well, we're going to start winning. That was obviously none of that was true. Miss, eh. Missed that one a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Swing and a miss. That was a giant miss. For almost 30 years, but um, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, no, but as time went on, right, and it just, it, it was just one thing after another, he tried everything and he tried like the Deion Sanders, the Hainsworth. He got when he brought Joe Gibbs back out of retirement. I said, OK, OK, he's he's that, finally given up control. He's not going to mess with Gibbs. Right. right? He's just not going to you know, that's that's kind of like in Redskins world. That's what you would consider royalty. Joe Gibbs. Holy Grail really exactly. is Joe Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my moment where I was like, we're going to change. Um, then the Taylor thing happened, the tragedy, and then Gibbs resigned or left again. And, and it just, it was just never, it was never able to, to, to gain any momentum and at any yeah. time. Some, and, and not all of it's his fault. I mean, the Taylor tragedy is just, I mean, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, that still hurts, man. Oh, I, I just, I, I, you know, the human thing, obviously as a person, but what it did to that group of players and even Joe Gibbs said that was one of the main reasons why he left. He just didn't have anything left in him going through yeah. it. And I and I get it. I mean, I you yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think we were ever this. I don't think we ever recovered. Really, I mean, I mean that was just huge. And uh, you watch the replays. My son, who's thirteen now, I show him old clips of Sean Taylor, and he's just like, man, that dude was an animal. I was like, dude, he only played for like three or four years, dude. He was he was crazy. So yeah, that that one hurt. Um. And then, uh, you know, Dan, obviously there's stories that comes out. I always, you always hear, you know, I can't, 
I I can't confirm it, but you know the the Haskins. He had to. He was going to get Haskins because he was a local kid. He's the RG three problem. Uh, there there's a lot where he stepped in, and and who knows how much really involved he was. But he's out the door now. At some point, he's going to sell. So the big thing is we we had a sale that had been agreed upon, and then. This story pops out of nowhere that there's a new guy, and this guy's got $7 billion cash. So I, it's crazy. All right. Well, let me tell you. I, I heard the interview this morning. The uh, the junkies who do a sports show in D.C. on a radio station, uh, they did a great job getting this guy on. His name is Brian Davis. I can tell you right now, I don't believe he has any billions of dollars, much less seven. <laughs> he said at certain points in the interview, he said he had 10. Then he said he had 20. And then he said he had 50. Billion. Billion? Not- billion um but here is the quote that is is and i heard this live about fell out of my chair i had had half a cup of coffee i didn't know whether to fall out of my chair or just pour the fucking cup of coffee on my head (laughs) but the quote was because the junks and i thought they did a great job asking the questions they're like dude like where are you getting this money like nobody's ever referred to you as a billionaire his quote was my money comes from white people who are jewish italian and sicilian I mean, oh my that was god the answer to the question <laughs> i think See, if there was yeah. even a one percent chance that the nfl was considering him that quote may have minus the one <laughs> it might have might have knocked him out of the running on that one yeah uh yeah See, because here's the thing, you know, and I a couple of, about a year ago, somebody, some dumbass was on Twitter and he was uh, asking Jeff Bezos every day on Twitter to buy the, the to buy the team until he did. And I'm like, listen, that was Mark Mos- Isn't that Mark Mosley's kid? Was that who that was? I think yeah, it, he did it, have a like famous a last number, name. He's like a number one hundred and fifty. Yes, asking. that's so I'm I, pretty sure that's Mosley's kid. Get out of here! I knew I thought he had a name like I would like I recognized, but I didn't realize I didn't put two and two together there. That's, that's yeah. hysterical. So my point is, and I tweeted him. I said, "Look, man, how do you know? You you ever heard of the saying? You go from the frying pan into the fryer, or fryer fire pan into the fire? You know who knows if the next person comes in could be another Dan Snyder. You don't know." What you get, but at some point, like in a relationship, like when you finally break up with that person that you, you get to a certain point where you're like, okay, yeah, I'm not sure if something else is worse, but I'm pretty sure nothing else can be worse. So I'm going to go that route. I mean, I think we were, I think we were there. So who knows? I think the next guy's coming in here. He owns the New Jersey Devils and the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. He's already in the sports world. Magic Johnson's part of that group. Uh, I I heard RG3 had some stake in there. And uh, you're telling me that maybe even Joe Gibbs is going to be in there. Yeah, I heard the RG3 thing. I heard that was RG3 going and, and begging to basically get in. Um, but there's <laughs> Does like, he have enough money to go in there? I don't think so. I mean, I, yeah. like even if you give a million dollars, that is like, what, what fraction is that of six billion? It, it's just, Not even a half. It's, it's nothing. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's nothing. So uh, I don't know what he brings to that. You know, um, I, I thought that was kind of, that was kind of weird and whatever but i think also too um yeah so what i just read with the joe gibbs is that there's 17 minority owners in this group so harris would own the most of it um but there'd be 17 other minority owners uh and then joe gibbs now is rumored to be uh a a partner in that or they're trying to get that to work out i also heard you know the the matthew mcconaughey rumors are flying around um that, that he could be involved i know he was trying to become an owner part owner i think with snyder back in the day um i'll tell you one thing right now that the gibbs thing if i'm harris dude that's the card i'm playing i think that oh. is so smart because you want to win over 90 percent of all of the the of not the nine fans of us that are left 
Yep. All of us like Joe Gibbs. So, yeah. yeah. Like, like the group who's really angry about the name change, you want to get them to just forget about it being called the Commanders, bring Joe Gibbs in, have the camera focused on him in the owner's box on Sundays. People, those diehard Redskins people that are just furious still, they'll get yeah. right over that. They see him sitting in there. Yeah. Well, I saw on Twitter today the, the junkie speaking of which uh, they put out a, or maybe it was JP Finley, but they put out a, do, do you think the new owners should change the name? And last I looked, there was like 10,000 votes. It was like 75%. Yes. I don't think they can, I don't know. I, it would be weird to come right in and rechange the name again. I don't know what you would change it to. It's never going back to the Redskins. But, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I wasn't a big Commanders fan. I thought the Washington football team was okay. Uh, I didn't really like anything. But then I that thought about it. I'm like, would I, what would I like? I, don't, I wasn't a big Red Wolves fan. I mean, it was okay. The, uh, the, a few others that were out there, the, the uh, Warriors, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's never going to be what I wanted it to be, so I don't really care. What about yeah. you? Yeah, I think, you know, you could go back to Washington football team because it already, you know, there, there's all these rules and, you know, the NFL people don't realize like they have a constitution. So they have, there's their rules on doing all of this stuff. Well, yeah. when the Redskins thing, you know, I mean, the country was going through a, a, all kinds of shit when when the Redskins thing went down. Um, and supposedly it takes all these votes and all this time to change the name. Well, they threw that right out of the window. They're like, no more Redskins, <laughs> Washington football team. So they, they, they said that they approved that. So because they approved that, I think you could go right back to Washington football team pretty quick. Yeah. And I think that would be the least controversial. Like, I think, that again, that diehard Redskins crowd could get behind Washington football team. I've even heard people saying that the logo wasn't the issue. You could go back to Washington football team and have the logo. I don't know if they'll pull that off, but mm. um, that would be fairly. Well, I incredible. can't imagine. I thought the logo was a big problem because it was a Native American and they, making them a cartoon or a, a cartoonizing them or whatever. The You know, obviously, I don't want I mean, we. Maybe on our next few podcasts, we'll get into the name. The name thing, when you dig into that, that's a whole debacle in and of itself. That really, ha I mean, who really wanted it and who didn't? All the research I've seen, it's it's insane, really. But uh, who? I mean, it's really the court of public opinion. That's who cares about it. They, you know, the really the the lawyers and the people that are that have the loudest soapbox uh, or the tallest soapbox are the ones who made the most noise there. But so I yeah, don't know. But. Uh, the, the interesting thing on that, you know, real quick, is that it's funny how the media, I mean, how many times have you watched a game? And it's it's three or four times a game. It's Redskins. I mean, it just, it yeah. never really, it it never, it never really caught on, like, with anybody, This the whole nation. I think Washington football team was a lot easier for people to get behind, but then they put a new, a new, you know, mascot or whatever, and it just, everything just started to seem a little, a, a little bit strange. I, I, I could get behind Red Hogs. Because you got the red aspect and then the hogs for so long in the 80s. I, I think yeah. that would be something that people could get excited about because there's some history there. Um, but I don't know. You know, the other side of this is, is like, does new ownership want anything to do with anything that Daniel Snyder did? You know, yeah. I wonder if they come in and say, we don't like anything Snyder did, so we're changing the name again. <laughs> That's another way to win some fans, right? Like, we are getting rid of everything Dan Snyder yeah. did. So yeah, I don't. The, I don't think a name change would hurt any. Even the people that are okay with Commanders, I don't think would even care if they change it again. So, I, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing too. Like I just, for some reason, I thought on Sundays it was going to be like I was going to be more pissed off. But at the end of the day, I just like sitting around drinking beer and cheering for my team. So I really, you know, I think having the same colors is important for sure. If you change those colors up, it's going to be strange. Um, but I just yeah. was like, call it what you want and. If I had to lay money down right now, they're going to stick with commanders if I had to lay money down right now. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's there's 
there's that thought where you come in and you can just blame it all on Snyder. Man, Snyder picked a terrible name. He took the easy way out. He didn't listen. The big statement would be from the new owners is that Dan Snyder didn't listen to the fans once again. They didn't want commanders because you remember all the voting that, that the team was doing. Commanders was never up there. It was no. never up there. No. Which, Red Wolves you, was Red big, Wolves, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Warriors, I think, was another one. Washington Warriors. Yeah. Um, but so that would be an interesting tactic to like, you know, yeah, he didn't listen to the fans, but we are going to listen to the fans. And so we're going to do something that you guys like. So that, that, that would kind of be, be cool. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Obviously you and I have been, uh, fans of this football team. I mean, I've been a fan for over 40 years. I, I mean, it's, I, I was born and raised into this. I, I bleed burgundy and gold. I scream at the television. I've never lost my passion for the team as much as they sucked. But uh, if you're really being honest with yourself, the fan base has eroded to a point now where, I mean, it's it's bad. They they have to start doing something to get these fans back. And uh, I I tell you what, we'll, we'll we'll for sure win almost all of them back is actually winning on Sunday. But uh, other than that, you know, these little things would would help. I think. Yeah, I think you know it, it's always been that right. Like it's always been well, we just haven't won, so it doesn't matter what you call us. It doesn't matter. You know, the next big free agent signing we get, are we getting a new stadium? Who cares? You're just going to have a nicer place to lose in. I mean, nobody right. ever really cared about any of this stuff because we just, we wouldn't win. And I think yeah. the fans too, that, and I had season tickets for a couple of years. Um, you know, there was like the Jason Campbell years and, and, and just Jim Zorn. And it was like, there was like moments of hope. And then just, just, no, nope, you know, I mean, I nope. don't remember that one <laughs> Zorn year we started six and two. I think we finished up two and six. I mean, yeah. what a gut punch, you know, like, oh my God. So I just, yeah, dude, it's like, how are we, how are we going to win? And so I think the enemy, I mean, see, here we go though. We've done this shit before, right? I, I get, we got the enemy, right? So I'm like, <laughs> Oh, Sam, how we're finally going with a young rookie. We're not signing an overpriced has been, you know, we did the Ryan Fitzpatrick then we did, um, Wentz, Wentz. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, uh, I, I just, but, but again, are, are we, cause we're, we're trained to do this methodically. Oh, yeah. We're trained yeah. to be insane, but dude, we got the enemy in hell. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, look and at our great receivers. wide receivers. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, we go, man. I mean, we're trained. We're trained to do it. It's like the dawn of, uh, of hope really each and every March, April, May. Uh, I don't know. I think actually, I think we're going to be decent this year. And I think if our defense just stays where it was, or even if it recedes a little bit and our offense does literally anything, uh, I think, um, you know, would do, but the problem now is you've got you've got other people now in our division that are. I mean, the Eagles. As much as I would rather eat hot, drink hot dog water I, to admit that the Eagles are good, uh, I'd rather kiss a homeless man than to tell you that Dallas is good. But I I can't. All those things are true. Um, in a second, we're gonna play. I'm gonna play a little game with you. Call uh, it's called. Um, well, I thought of it in the car coming over here. I might have forgotten it. Or, oh, dang it. All right. yeah, I but, created this uh, great game. I fucking forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, uh, Damon, I have to think of it now. Anyway, uh, we're going to go over the, what you think the other teams are going to be doing this year. But, uh, but yeah, so, so as far as getting back to us, the sale is going through at some point. It's like pulling teeth. It's like it's like a kid at Christmas, you know, the, that Christmas night that seems to go out for 700 hours waiting for the day to finally get there uh, when Dan does sell his team. Um, there are a lot of people that are super excited about it. I want to, we'll play a couple of things here. So this is uh, what I saw here this morning. Uh, you can see the buy Dan beer immediately sells out. Have you seen the buy Dan beers? 
Well, I mean, uh, if you log into Twitter the last three days, it's all that's been on there. I love it. <laughs> uh, so these uh, these beers apparently uh, were from a local brewery in uh, in Arlington, Virginia, or I'm sorry, an Ashburn Brewery, uh, right near the commander's headquarters. They made a lot of these India Pale Ales, and they sold out uh, almost immediately. So much so that they didn't even they they didn't know that they would be selling out that that much. So the by Dan slogans not just for the beer. Uh, so there, there is the beer. But this I thought was a, this was actually making its way uh, all over uh, Twitter and uh, the university. That's on top of a bridge uh, nearby the stadium. Uh, people saying goodbye, Dan, uh, and uh, and and doing that. I think the, there was that should uh, be the yeah. DC city flag. That should be the new flag that they raise up every morning. The by Dan flag. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that is uh, that's happening, and people are excited. But again, you know, my thing is, and I tell all these people, there are people out there, believe it or not, that think now that Dan is gone, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. It's over. Like we're we're instantly going to be there. We only thing that's been stopping us is Dan Snyder, and I, I don't want to be the voice of reason, but that is not true. <laughs> we still have a lot of work to do inside the locker room. I'm not 100 percent sold on. Rivera, I mean, I I don't know, he's decent, but I mean, for me, we've got a lot of issues we got to work out on the actual field, but I think this helps. I think the, Rive- the Rivera thing is is interesting, right? So, what what would you do? You're you're the new owner. I mean, you got this group billions of dollars, right? I mean, you have yeah. ponied up. Should you just say and I know it's already, you know, the middle of April, right? So, we, we already got OTAs and everything. Yeah. But man, you got billions of dollars. Do you just come in and bring in a new coach now and just say, look, what what's the point of uh, of I mean, there's no way he's the guy long term. He's just not. Right. I, I mean, he's just not. I, I and I commend the guy, man. I mean, he, he you know, he takes the job, then the covid years. So all the stuff with the covid stuff, then he gets oh. cancer and he does, you know, this brilliant battle with cancer. And thank God he wins the battle. And he's really become a um a really kind of like articulate um spokesperson for, for for fighting cancer and everything and i mean it's really yeah. I, I, it's almost a higher calling type thing but yeah. i just don't think anyway he's the guy of the future um i, I don't mean, think so either but i can would, see would, a would place you just, would you just would you just say look it's not you ron it's just it's, it's six it's billion dollars <laughs> yeah it's us. It's us. Uh, i've used that line a few times um yeah. you know here's the deal i i don't know you know where I'd like to see Ron is in a in a Doug Williams type, you know, be, go to the front office, be a, a cheerleader for the team. Uh, you know, he he is pretty good at, you know, at doing, you know, the, the reaching out and being people respect him. So maybe that but he's definitely not the coach of the of the future. The problem is, who are you getting like the, the, all that coach carousel stuff happened months ago? We're close to the season. So if it were me, if you're asking me, I, I just let him do this year figure out what I'm working with and who's coming back next year or whatever, and then really go, go hog wild to, to use the term there uh, next year and really try to do this thing. But, you know, and here's, here's, you want to see what the, 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 the risk, the, the Washington football, or I can't even, what are they called? The commanders, uh, the commander's luck is he'll go 11 and five this year and we'll make the playoffs. And then it'll be like, then we'll be like, well, you know, we'll be caught in that Daniel Jones, the Daniel, Daniel Jones, uh, hypocrisy of you know shitty five years of being terrible one good year and then you're like well either we got to sign him or we lose him but either way we're going to be screwed uh because uh you know all right well here's, that- here's a yeah here's maybe a difference on that if we're 11 and 5 and uh, or 11 and 6 right you can't be 11 and 5 anymore no yeah. if you're 11 and 6 you you and sam Howell played well uh, okay now i'm good like because 
if we're eleven and six and he played like shit and we had this top rated defense, uh, now then we're because then we're drafting like twenty fourth, right? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and then we've got all, and then we probably like, did we pick up Chase Young's deal on that? So if not, he's going to walk his fifth year option. Um, so there's so many different wrinkles to that. I just, if I'm an owner, I think I'm sitting Ron down, and I kind of like Billy. I like your your kind of thing with. Ron, it's it's we want you to be a face of the organization. It's just not on the field every every right. Sunday. Right. Um, so maybe the caveat is look, see if the enemy can be our head coach. Use this year to see if he's got it. You know, I mean, I'm already sold he's a great offensive coordinator. I really am. I don't care that he didn't call the plays on Sundays uh in Kansas City. I don't I, I to me, I don't care because he 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 built the offense. Um, you know, obviously we'll find out, but I just think it's got to be like, look, let us know if we've already got our head coach, if it's the enemy. I think if I'm the owners, that's and you, we're going to elevate you somewhere else. It's funny you bring up Doug Williams. I love Doug Williams. Uh, met him one day, random story at a Hooters in downtown Indianapolis at the Combine. Had a great <laughs> conversation with him, right? But yeah. I got to tell you, I don't know what he does there. I don't know that he knows what he's supposed to be doing. <laughs> I think he just hangs around and gets a paycheck. Well, that's and cool. I, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. I do, too. I just... I, Maybe it, you know, we could find something else for him to do. Um, you know, li- listen. Sometimes these 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 positions in football, especially the National Football League, it, they're very. The titles are very misleading. You know, just call him what he is. I- is he the director of fan engagement, or is he <laughs> is he like a guy that does interviews three times a year? Just say that's what he is. It, it's cool. Yeah. Like, I, but they give these titles to people. Yeah. It's like Jason Wright, the team president. Are you kidding me? He's I, definitely I, not the team president. He's not. There's nothing <laughs> presidential going on there. It's just yeah. not. And yeah. and so I just and I hope too with Harris and you know and with Magic Johnson obviously having a successful career as a player and he's involved in ownership and other leagues and stuff and a big time business owner. I think he owns tons of Starbucks. You know, I'm just hoping that they come in and just implement a realistic like a realistic patterns of routines and habits of leadership, just basic yeah. fundamental leadership, right? Like, yeah. well, the structure I, of the front office is going to have, because right now, th- theoretically we have two GMs, I, even though Marty Herney is, I guess the assistant GM and, uh, and Martin Mayhew is, is the actual GM, but, and then Rivera's in there also making decisions. Cause when Dan hired him, he was the czar of, he was going to be the you know the Bill Belichick of whatever, so it's all jacked up. So I think any bit of of organization in the organization is going to be amazing. But you, I think you have the nail on the head. You, I, I never really thought about it till you brought it up. But I mean, if you're going to start Sam Howe and you got Eric Bieniemy and you you have to do the exact same thing with both these people, you have to figure out if both of these people are who you think they are, and you know let them let them go at it this year. Let the enemy do everything and let Hal do everything. And you'll and you'll know at the end of 16 games, 17 games, if you have a quarterback of the future and if you have a head coach of the future. I think you probably have both. I really I'm really high on Sam Howell. So I, I am too. And um I, I just think that's the way you have to come into this. It's like let's just evaluate. Do we have our coach of the future, even though he's not a coach yet? Um, and obviously, you know, Sam Howell's gonna be under the microscope for for QB of the future, as he should. But my God. If you can, if you can get those two, check those boxes. Oh, the know, organization's turned around. If you got, if, if you hit on those two, it, I mean, you're the Eagles. Well, yeah, except for the giant <laughs> payroll, you know, because all those quarterbacks in the division have, you know, are being paid millions and millions a year. 
Howell's making nothing next year and for the next couple of years as a, as a fifth-round draft pick, I think he was. So, I mean, you, you've you got that time to start building up and opening up that window and opening up that window, and I'm just like, that's what you got to figure out. You know, it was similar. I remember the story with Jim Zorn. So they were interviewing Jim Zorn to be the offensive coordinator. Right. And Gibbs was a part of the interviews with Snyder. Gibbs went to Snyder and he said, I got to tell you, I mean, I think I'm making him the head coach. And that's how that came out to be. So, oh, I thought it was because they hired, well, they hired the coordinator first. And then the next head, the head coach was going to be like, I don't want this dude. What are you crazy? And then they just said, well, yeah, they had hired him as coordinator. Right. Right. But but then Gibbs said, hey, I think you might have your head coach here, even though he's just a coordinator. (laughs) Well, for the first eight weeks, he was right. I don't know what happened. That was, uh, the hip was, hip hooray! Uh, I tell you, I heard stories about Jim Zorn. What do you know, he say? I'm complying. I'm complying. Remember that? Like I'm following the rules, so you don't fire me. Oh, yeah, that I, was insane. But you can just chalk it up to the thousands of terrible things that this organization has done in the last twenty five years. Yeah, but let me go back to a couple moments real quick of Jim Zorn. Those were the weeks. Do you remember we went into Philly and we beat Philly, and it had been forever since we beat Philly in Philly? And remember the Snyder video? Yeah. Philly in Philly, Dallas in Dallas. You know, I mean, he was, and, and again, that was another moment. I'm like, oh, that's our owner. He's a fan. He's awesome. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's the thing. Uh, he is a fan, and you know, I mean, dude, and, and just on a human being level, on a, on a level of humanity, think about how. Okay, you and I love this team. We we bleed burgundy and gold. Can you imagine being hated by everyone who likes us? <laughs> like he like. I just, I actually feel a little bad for, I hate saying that because people are going to blast me on this, I'm sure. But it's like the one thing that you love, the one thing that you, that you coddle and that you, that you just hold near and dear to your heart and everyone hates you for it. It's like, oh man, I don't know. I mean, he did it to himself. I get it. But man, I mean, some of those decisions were, you know. Dan Snyder, dude, he probably in the budget has to hire someone to start his car in the morning. Like... (laughs) There are people that would put a bomb in that man's car. But I'll tell you, I knew a guy who ran his radio stations in D.C. I actually worked for this guy for several years. And the stories I've heard, bro. What? We're like, he was what? Like what? Like, give us a hint here. Yeah, I guess I should probably just tell the stories, right? I mean, I'm not working for him. I I didn't know if you were under an NDA or if you couldn't say here. The thing is, is it's sort of like PTSD. You get back to thinking you're still on the radio, you know, and you're yeah. like, oh, I can't tell that story. And I'm like, yeah, well, they're going to cancel us. Why the fuck not? Like, I can tell <laughs> well, one quick one I remember, too. So they would have these meetings at Snyder's house and Snyder had like his guest house and he would use those as the, the meeting. So everyone from the radio station would come over. He said this would happen like two or three times a month. They'd sit in the guest house. And Snyder would come in. And they said it was kind of like he'd come in, like eating a piece of pizza, like no paper towel. He's like holding the piece of pizza. He's like, hey, we need some ideas and, you know, whatever. And I'll be back in three hours. So he'd come back. He said he had like grease on his shirt because of the fucking pizza <laughs> grease and shit. <laughs> oh and, and, and his drink was Johnny Walker Blue. And, and this is well known in D.C. He actually there are restaurants that, that they would call ahead of time and they'd say, Mr. Snyder's coming. They'd have to get all the Johnny Walker. Blue. So he'd come back in with a glass, you know, as Johnny Walker blue. And he'd look up at the board. They'd all be, you know, working on a whiteboard. And he'd come in and he'd go, that's it. That's what the fuck you did. <laughs> fuck. No, I'll be back in three hours. He, he said some of these meetings would, la- would last till two, two or three o'clock in the morning. Oh my and it was God. never good enough. And then he'd throw them out and then they'd be back. In the st- and, and he said, dude. All of the, all of those stories about don't look him in the eye, 
call him Mr. Snyder, but only only address him if he addresses you. He said it's all true. He's really. Like, I wonder why everybody, because I would, you know, I'd be like, you know, because I think Joe Gibbs called him Dan, but he, what's, you know, he's, well, you know, he's not going to tell Joe Gibbs what to do. No, no, <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody else called him uh, Mister Mister Snyder. I think after, uh, I think after, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, the old Spurrier quit. I think he started referring to him as Dan. <laughs> Dan. I think Spurrier. I'm not playing this game anymore. The man. old I'm ball coach the boy. Ball that. Coach. Again, boy, we could do this is our first podcast. We could do a thousand podcasts on the shit they did wrong because man, that was a debacle. But again, and I always have to preface this, when Dan makes these when we hired Spurrier, I was excited. So I I'm I, I'm probably gonna be the only one that admits half these things. When he was getting these free agents, I was excited. When he was spending all that money and we were winning in March, I was excited. <laughs> it just didn't work. It was always like I'm going to cancel the Sunday ticket because I'm not paying for this shit anymore. And right. then Dan would do something. And I'm like, I'm not canceling the Sunday ticket because I'm excited <laughs> I again. See what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's really the only thing we had to look forward to for years. So, but uh, uh, yeah, that is, uh, that uh, that's the state of affairs. So, uh, you know, maybe if these new guys come in and if they have any ability whatsoever to run an even halfway decent organization, because uh, here's the thing. And, and, and obviously, I'm a I'm a, a hopeless optimistic. Okay, uh, I think I think we have a pretty decent team. I think we have a good solid core of guys. And if if we do have a solid core of guys, and we hit on either Sam Howe or Eric Bieniemy, and the front office is new, I think that's it's a bunch of things coming together at once that theoretically could end into turning what the Patriots used to be into what the Patriots are now. Now maybe not that prolific but i mean I, I think it could turn around i think everything is happening and culminating into a thing where maybe you could turn this organization around i could see i could see the light at the end of the tunnel i could see it happening oh and that light is a train <laughs> <laughs> it could be it that usually is, is a train actually it is boy <laughs> but Listen, I, I hope you're right you know honestly not even selfishly for me look i i have been around to see uh washington win three super bowls like right. i got the taste i loved it was I old enough to drink a beer during any of them? No, and that sucks, but I saw them, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I got the Redskins tattoo. You got the tattoo, right? Yeah, same yeah, one. Look man. at that. Now, there's been times I've gone to Home Depot and looked for a belt sander to take that fucking thing off. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm invested. Um, I've got yeah, five kids. Two of my sons are named, uh, my, my oldest middle name is Gibbs, and my second youngest son uh, is middle name Riggins. So it's like I, I've had my moments with the team. I've had my fun. But, dude, I feel bad for you. You talk about your 13-year-old son and my, my kids. Yeah. I mean, they've just never seen – it's like you said. Every light at the end of the tunnel has been it's a been fucking a train. train. Every, <laughs> every one of them. One of them. <laughs> it's like – I mean, yeah. yeah. Even when we make the playoffs, it's because we had to go on a nine-game run. I mean, we never do – and no – Every time I'm watching a game, if it's like, and it's never 31 to 10, because we, I don't know the last time I've, when's the last time you just comfortably watched a win where it's just comfortable and you're like, I'm comfortable watching this win. I don't, I can't remember. Uh, it's always in the, you know, the fourth quarter, we're down by three or up by six or down by, it's like, dude, why can't we just blow somebody out one time? 87, the 87 Super Bowl didn't start off real well because the first play of the game, Elway throws a, a, a touchdown. Yeah, uh, a bomb, and then they kick right? a field. It was ten nothing actually. Ten nothing, but that <laughs> game, that was. I mean, I, I felt pretty good in the fourth quarter of that game. Oh was, yeah, dude, was, I felt good in the second quarter when well, Jim Douglas had four touchdown passes. It was twenty eight yeah. to ten. Yeah, I, no. I, 
and you know, and I mean, God, talk about a memory. Like I'll never forget like going to bed and back then, like, you know, people had actual radios in their room and turning on WAVA. It was uh power one Oh five. It was a radio oh, station yeah. there back in the day. Uh, it's gone. It's not gone. It's a religious station. Now, dude, they played hail to the Redskins till like Monday afternoon. But oh they didn't God. stop. It was <laughs> I stayed up to like three in the morning. I woke up. They're still playing it. Uh, I turned it on again in the afternoon. They're still playing it. And and so, I mean, yeah, it's been dude. That was the 1900s. I, I mean, yeah. that was a long time ago. I mean, even mm-hmm. I was re- rewatching clips yesterday of, of the Monday night Eagles game from this past year. And even that game. Heineke kind of had to do that that quasi flop to get that personal foul. Oh my God! The, the yeah, the, if, he if was. We like, don't get that. There's a minute and some left. They're gonna get the oh, ball back. I don't know. It does dude. not look good. It I know. So even good. that, I was like, oh my God! And I watched the flop like three times. I, I mean, he gave himself up, whatever. But I just it it it, it that, But that's what you're talking about, right? It, it even in the game like that, it we needed some type of. <laughs> Yeah, at the very end, we had that uh, they were trying to hail me or lateral it, and we we scooped and scored, and that's the only reason why it was kind of a blowout. It was only been blowout by like ten, but yeah, it's 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 incredible. I mean, you know, you have to love this team to still be where we are to still have the jerseys, uh, the tattoos, and the and the lifeblood for this team. You have to be a diehard. And when I said the the you know the uh, fan base was eroding, what I mean is the only ones left are us, are guys like us that will never, I will never not root for this team. Never. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to always say that they're the greatest and they're and that they're the best organization because they're not. I'm not. I'm not that type of person. But I'm always a you know this is my team. I say, I will die a Skins fan. It's just uh, that's the way it's going to happen, and that's uh, and I'm good with it. But. So yes, yeah, uh, like, like 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 the rebrand of the Commanders did not bring in a whole new wave of people. It didn't. It actually turned some people off. So yeah. I think I think that the 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 net of that was either net neutral or maybe even a little net negative. I think that happens with every rebrand. Probably the same thing in Cleveland. I mean, there was a lot of diehard Indian fans like I'm oh, gone. Yeah. And I live in Ohio. Guardians, Nobody's doing Guardians here. They all hate yeah. it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And same so. thing. Same thing as Redskins. Like I don't know how many baseball games I was watching spring uh, spring training and stuff. They were just calling them the Indians. It's like it's like it just didn't. None of it really meant anything. It was just so. I, I don't know. It's it, it's like hey, we're gonna change. Is everyone on board? And everyone's just sort of like eh, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so I I I think you're right that the fan base is the diehard fan is getting much smaller yeah. now. Now you have the opportunity to go out and win and, and a new ownership and new people and, and hopefully the QB the future's on the roster. And then younger people will be like, Oh man, now Washington's winning and they got Sam Howe and he's only 21 years, 22 years old, whatever. And you know what right. I mean? And so then you can kind of build it up from there. But yes. oh, I, I yeah. would say right now we probably have the smallest fan base we've ever had. They took oh, away well. they took away the name everybody loved that had been there almost 90 years or whatever. Um, and all they do is lose. So, oh, yeah, it's embarrassing, it, dude. You yeah. see any game. It's like I, the FedEx field is not even home to field. It's more of a, it's like neutral. It's a yeah. neutral site. They never have home field advantage. Uh, there's times when I'm watching in there and then we're on offense and I can't hear anything. I'm like, what, how many people are there? Do we have, uh, but you don't blame them. I mean, it's expensive. I mean, it's, you know, and, and FedEx is kind of a S hole. I mean, it's not a great stadium. No, no, and um, they never figured out the traffic problems getting out. That's always an issue. Oh, um, the sub in the subway doesn't come, or the you know you can't get. It's insane. The first time I went there, and because I hadn't been there in a while, I was like, "What do you mean they stopped running at like nine? The game was I was at a night game, so yeah. the, the the you can't. <laughs> it's like you, 
if you can take it down there, but you're not, you're, you can take the Metro down, but you can't take it back. So no, it's uh, uh, and you know, and by the way, like we can't, we can't really blame Dan for that. Like that was, you know, that was Jack Kent cook. That was his dream. Yeah. That was his prize. So yeah, Raul John, Oh, Raul John, Maryland. Uh, where they threw that right out. <laughs> Snyder signed that paper. That's gone. But um, oh, yeah. yeah, I, I, you know, you can't blame him for he, he was saddled by really um, uh, just a, a bad location and just a, God, you just walk in there and it's just like, I feel like I'm in an old warehouse. I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's not just good. not polished. It's not good. There's no character again, though. Where were we coming from? RFK. I think maybe one of the most, I mean, you talk about character in a stadium. I mean, the stadium would practically fall down when we scored touchdown. Oh, People were dude. holding onto their seats. I mean, it was yeah. just insane. One of the, the visions as a child when they were, we want Dallas and the want stands Dallas. were moving. They showed that over and over, and you just think you're like, dang. I mean, did that place and people, other players talked about how hard it was. It was like Seattle before Seattle. I mean, it was you couldn't hear, you couldn't function, you knew it was a hostile environment, and it wasn't fun and friendly. It was one of the stadiums as to why they remember they put that rule that they could start throwing flags. This was back in like the '90s, uh, the '80s, yeah. I think. They would start throwing flags if the stadium got too loud. RFK yeah. was was one of the problem stadiums. There was like three stadiums. I know Chicago was one of them. Maybe Green Bay was the other. But that yeah. was one of the problem stadiums where it, they're like the, the quarterbacks. I can't hear. And so they oh, the quarterbacks be, they'd be doing this number, like you know, yeah. like, <laughs> you know. And it's like, so I mean, now it's like you said, we're on offense. And I'm hearing the crowd chant defense, defense. I'm like, what, what the <laughs> yeah. hell? We're playing at home. They're chanting defense. Uh, I mean, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, so okay, so we're high on Sam Howell. Let's go. So I remember the game. <laughs> I remember the game I wanted to play. Uh, so we're gonna do. Uh, do you think uh, overachiever or are you a believer? Believer or overachiever? So I'm gonna name a couple of players because here's what normally happens in the NFL. For whatever reason, somebody comes out. And they they have a just Mac Daddy year, and then the next year they fall back to reality. So, do you think well, these players are you a believer in them, or did they overachieve last year and they're coming back to earth? Let's start with in our division here, Daniel Jones, who signed a massive contract. What did Patrick Mahomes kind of money, which I think is insane? They picked up his fifty year option, but he did have a really good year, and for whatever reason, he's Superman against our team. So. Uh, that's one thing that I, I I've never understood why we cannot play this man. But uh, but what do you think? Are you a believer in him now, or was he an overachiever last year in the first year with Brian Dable's system? Yeah, it's tough because you know whenever I see him, he looks like Superman. Although I'll say it's all his running game against us. Like for oh, whatever man, that reason, guy can run like I don't, he, yeah, it's insane. I, He's crazy. Yeah, no, I think they overpaid for him. I, I'm not a believer in him. I I just I just. I don't know, man. I look at I look at quarterbacks and I look at like it factor, and it's just I just don't see the it factor. He actually had a really poor year up until like week I don't know. I think I think he was out for a year for a game or two. I, his last few games were pretty good, like he was good. Um, but no, I don't think. Listen, he doesn't deserve that kind of money. I mean, if you look oh at it, just look at the years leading up to it, how did he deserve that? There's oh my no god. Way. There's I mean, no if way. you're grading like letter grades, I mean, it's like F, D, D, F, C minus, B plus. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, me neither. I'm definitely not a believer. All right. So but it also I, shows it also shows that, you know, the Giants didn't think anybody else out there in free agency was all that great that they were going to be able to get. Um, and also, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess they just thought that, you know, trading up in the draft to get a quarterback. I, this was the best option. I just 
I don't know, man. I, I just I don't know how you pay that guy that kind of money with the career he's had. Oh yeah, when they started, when they started asking for Patrick Mahomes money. I think everybody, even the 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 the, the people that talk about football every day, were like, uh, probably not going to happen. Especially in New York, you know, Mary, he doesn't want to pay for anything. Uh, yeah, that that was that was what was crazy. It's like it's like your results are like eh eh, just vanilla. He's just vanilla, man. Everything about yeah. his game is vanilla. It, it's just. I don't know. I don't see him getting his team pumped up. I don't see I don't see his receivers excited to play for him. I just I I just it's hard to imagine. Like I get why Mahomes gets money. I get why Allen gets oh. money. I get you know, I even got why Dak got paid. I got it. I mean, they have these guys have it factor qualities. Yeah. Uh Jalen Hurts, he's got some it factor, man. I mean, he's yeah. you know, he's a guy. Well, that's my next it. my next uh overachiever or a believer there. So he's the highest paid person in professional football, period. Uh, signing a massive deal after really one year, uh, because if you remember last year, to, the year before last, he they were talking about he couldn't throw the ball. It was wow. just all running, and 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 they were comparing him to RG three and this and that. And without being able to read defensive, somehow this year, obviously he's surrounded by way better players. But uh, he's got the highest contract that's ever been doled out in the NFL. Are you a believer, or did he overachieve last year? I am mostly a believer. Mostly, um, dude, he put out that performance last year. And like you said, the off season, they were talking about trying to trade him. I mean, there mm-hmm. were rumors that, that Philly wanted a second round pick for him. So all that noise is going on. Philly's a tough town. It's a tough media market. People there are just overall miserable. Um, and so that's, <laughs> yes, a tough, that's a tough place to, you know, to be an athlete who, who, you know, had some shaky performances, dude, he just, he just wipes that all away, ignores it, goes out and takes his team to the Super Bowl. I, you know, listen, should he make more money than Patrick Mahomes? No. Um, you know, would I rather probably have Allen than Hertz? Yeah, probably. But did he earn that? I think he earned it. I mean, it, it most of those games that they won were because of him, I think. I, I yeah. really do. Um, you know, I, I just I never wanted him to be this good, to be honest with you. His first year, I was like, oh God, I hope they pay him so much money and keep him forever. You know, because <laughs> yeah. he was, he was, he was, he was sort of like a fish out of water. You could tell that the NFL game was just, it was, it was tough for him to read. Um, but dude, credit to him. I, I mean, he fixed it. Like he yeah. fixed it, right? Like so he definitely, he's definitely shit. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, and, uh, and you already kind of mentioned him uh, because we're basically talking to quarterbacks of the NFC East here. So uh, we'll go with Dak Prescott. Are you is he a your believer, or did he overachieve uh, two years ago now? Because last yeah. year he was just um, well. I mean, I guess they, they 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 did win a playoff game finally after twenty five years last year. Yeah, but he had the most interceptions in the league, and you uh, know that to- interception he threw against us was so bad. Oh, wow, what did? Oh my, I, I was like, I mean, he just looked at some point. Dak Prescott to me is like, uh, he's, he's, I don't know. He's like a, he's weird. Like he, you, he could be like Johnny Unitas and they could be like John the, the Baptist. I mean, I've never seen anybody. I mean, he's just like, he goes from one extreme to the other. Like I, I've never seen it. He could be the worst player on the team and the best player on the team in the same game. Kind of, kind of. I mean, he's a much better quarterback than Romo, but Romo had those times too, where Romo would just make these crazy plays and you'd be like, wow. And then he would just come back and then, you know, what the hell was that, man? Like he's not <laughs> even the same guy. Yeah. Dak. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think Dak's best times are, are, are behind him for sure. Um, you know, it, there's something about Dallas, dude. It, 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 I mean, we talk about Washington, but there's also something about Dallas. It never seems to be 
I mean, there's always these these controversies and and and, and even the ownership that they were too involved, and now he's giving it to his kids, and his kids are too involved. They never, you know, like McCarthy looks so uncomfortable on the sidelines oh in Dallas. I, I mean, he's a clown, dude. He's just it's like they woke him up at seven in the morning and they're like, hey, <laughs> if we got a game today, you're the Cowboys coach today. And he's like, I'm the Cowboys coach today. Like, yeah, get up, get out. You know, he just looks uncomfortable. I don't know. You know, and yeah. I think I think the best talent they had there for Dak Prescott was the offensive coordinator. Everybody loved him. Dak loved him. And that's the first guy they shot in the offseason. So yeah. I don't I just think Dak, man, I, I maybe it was a timing thing. Dude, he would have been, he probably would have done really well. Like, you know, if he was, if he was on the Saints, the Dolphins right now, he, I just, there's something about Dallas, but yeah, man, he, uh, and he's another one though. He's always, not always, but a lot of times have had really good games. Some of his best games have been against Washington. Yeah. Um, for sure. But man, then there's games where you're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think that contract's going to start hurting Dallas. And there were rumors earlier i don't i don't hear him now i don't think it's not going to happen now obviously but that they that that could be a trade situation oh yeah uh, there definitely were rumors about yeah. you know moving on from that was a big thing last offseason moving on from dak and getting somebody somebody else uh you know and the funny thing is being a fan of this team we, we are never in the conversation of quarterback uh so it's always like like when they signed jalen hurts to this huge deal my first one was like good lock all that money up so you can't afford anybody else and that's really like the uh that's the essence of being a fan of this team is you you just root for bad things to happen to other teams uh although they never seem to happen that way but no we, but we 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 it's funny, like we we are our position of strength is other teams' salary caps. We're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, Dallas, you guys really, are screwed. <laughs> screwed. You're win- you have one year window, and then you have no money, and then yeah. and then and then people are like, all right, well, let's talk about the on the field thing. Nah, we're not talking about nah. that. I don't want to nah. talk about yeah. that. You guys <laughs> got us on that one. Your salary cap, and that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's our position of power for sure. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. So well, we'll see. Uh, because uh, I mean, what I don't understand is is it seems like okay. So we've gone back to the bargain we've talked about earlier in the show. Here we're a bargain by basement shoppers. We're the dent scratch and and whatever sales. And okay, fine. We, you know, we we get mediocre guys that are just okay. Um, but how do these teams, the the Eagles and the Cowboys, are talking about getting uh the the running back from? From the Texans now, just uh, Der- uh, what's his name? Um, the guy that did, no one can stop, um, Derrick Henry. So oh, oh, the Titans, the Titans, yeah, yeah. So how how do these teams have all these superstars and still pay more people? I don't understand. Are is our salary cap? Are we not good with this anymore? Are we just out of the salary cap business? I think it's like now it's like how you front load the deal, right? So if you pay the guaranteed money that's front loaded doesn't count against the overall number or some some shit like that but yeah, yeah. i'm the, i'm the same way like how do the cleveland browns have i mean they they signed a couple of guys uh earlier on in free agency and i'm like how yeah how? They, i mean deshaun watson's making like 90 million dollars yeah. an hour <laughs> like and not only that it's like we signed carson wentz into the guy all right we that's it we, i mean no. we got to get people from ups now i don't even that's like we, yeah. we just had one guy and we couldn't do jack last year because all of our money was gone crazy it is and so i don't know if that's a snyder thing uh but man you got to imagine if you got a group coming in that's putting down over six billion dollars and by all accounts i mean you know hey rumors but by all accounts 
They're already talking to the D.C. government about going into D.C., putting the team back in D.C. where they belong. You've got to think every dollar we can spend, we're just going to spend. I, oh, I mean, why I do so? Why do this for six billion dollars? And you know, again, be be uh, coupon cutters. I mean, I just yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me that they would do this. And again, we've got we've got guys who have been successful in sports. They're going to have to spend the money. They're just going to have to spend the money. And I I still think, you know, everybody talks about Lamar Jackson. I, I, I'm not closing the door on that. I don't know that it's the right thing, honestly. Um, you mean for, playing for the for us? Yeah, for for doing a trade. I mean, um, do I, can we even afford that? Well, I, who are we paying that we can't afford? I mean, I sort of. Well, we're we just like, playing Duran Payne like twenty million dollars a year. Well, yeah, but 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 these other teams, so the quarterbacks are making forty and fifty a year. Yeah, like, I know. What, again, <laughs> close to that. <laughs> no. So I'm like, where is this? You know, it's like there's yeah. a. I don't know. It, it, there's a bridge that doesn't connect for me on that. So um, I know last year at one point, like during the middle of the season, we were like $15 million on the salary cap. I'm like, how are we under? Why is that should be at least at the top and be like, all right, man, we're all we're all good at the top. Uh, but I knew we were operating at a at a less uh, salary cap than most. So I, I don't know, man. I wish I, I at one time we had a salary cap guru. Remember that guy? That guy was when we yeah. had all those. <laughs> Dude, that guy was getting more interviews than the players. Like everybody was like fascinated by like he had all these formulas and it's all oh, yeah. he did was crunch cap. All he did was crunch cap. And I don't I think he's gone because uh no nobody works for Snyder very long. Right. It just seems to be a revolving door. Um yeah. so I think he's just gone and um I don't know, he probably works for Kansas City now, and that's why they're winning all these Super Bowls. But um Yeah, most yeah, likely it, 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 we've got to get it, but but again, we've got smart if this Harris group buys it, we've got smart sports business people who are already involved in the group and they've already done this other places. This is another reason why I don't want really want these other groups to get it because a lot of these other groups don't really have major, major sports, um, uh, you know, business experience. And we need that so bad. Like just, we need just the basic business sports. It goes back to the titles on the business cards right now. There these titles are crazy. The people who have them either aren't good at them or they don't really know what comes along with that job. So just the basic fundamental fucking business <laughs> practical, you know, right. routines. Like we just need, we just need like it's almost like we just need a flow chart. You got this title, right. you do this, you got this, how you do that. Now it's just everyone's like it's like hot potato, just passing it around the office, and nobody really knows who's and the other thing is no one's ever really held accountable. It's like exactly. Uh, well, how can you hold somebody accountable if you're not really sure what they're doing? Like, you know, it's right. like, well, Doug Williams is not doing his job, really. Well, what does he do? Not sure, actually. <laughs> so. I thought that I thought the Jason Wright um the, the rebrand. Honestly, was grounds for a for for a, a for cause termination. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. Uh, I, I would be accidentally leaking the name and having the paperwork and the video that you were doing. I mean, that was a debacle. Well, the night before, remember the news uh, helicopter? They, they they shined it into the team store and they were hanging up commanders banners. And I'm thinking, <laughs> so this is me because again, it's just like this. It can't be this bad. I'm like, ah, they're tricking this is, them. This is part of the big trick. <laughs> this is part of the big yeah. trick. Yeah, there's um, no way they're doing this in front of the public and then how, trying to pretend. Oh, they were. They oh, <laughs> and all these all these videos of like bleeping, they were bleeping the words and then they were clouding the images on these videos. I was like, this is turning into this is stupid. Like like you obviously think your fan base is stupid. Like, you know, th those bleeped word videos and stuff. I'm like, this is so dumb. Like oh, I, yeah. I, and they're like, we want you to be a part. We want the fans to be a part of it. 
No, you're not. You're lying to us. <laughs> you're, you're lying to us. And they so, made it like a reality show, making the brand or whatever the hell that was. Yeah, uh, it was. And then the reveal, you know, that deal. Did you watch it live? Yeah. Yeah, me too. And actually, my kids wanted to stay home and watch it. And I should have probably like gone to jail for, for keeping my kids <laughs> home for that. They're sitting, <laughs> dude, they're sitting there in the middle of the field. And, you know, they're like, okay, so what is it? And I think it was Doug where it's like, we're, we're the commanders. And everyone's just <laughs> All like, right. yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> Followed by 10 minutes of questioning about the freaking sex scandals in the organization. I'm like, what kind of deal did you cut for this? <laughs> I'm watching, so I'm like, this is miserable, man. Like, uh, yeah. this is just miserable. And they picked, what was it, the Today Show or Good Morning America? Why? Nobody sports watched it. They, they should have done that on NFL Network. Maybe. Oh, maybe. yeah. Yeah. And the whole thing was so dumb. It was so poorly done there was no fanfare it just was like i don't know dude i i just thought it was so rushed and then you had the sean taylor unveiling debacle um you know i i just jason right to me i think he's a likable guy i mean i just he's a likable guy when he does the interviews and stuff but man this was not handled well and if it's like well dan snyder snyder's a monster to work with and dan did this dan and that well now then jason should come out and say that now if a team gets sold, he should he should just spill it, you know, because yeah. the fans should know why it was done so poorly. Well, here's the thing. So here's where I like the interesting uh, uh, set of events that, that are going to happen. Dan, eventually this year, soon, is not going to be the owner. He's going to be on his yacht. He's going to be in Spain. He's going to live out the rest of his life with his $7 billion or whatever he got. He's going to be he's going to be fine. But that excuse is gone. The Dan excuse, it's gone. So what are we doing now? And that, that'll be really how, how we obviously talk about on this podcast as we go on and, uh, and, and, and look at this team and grade them with, okay, well, we've had this building excuse for 25 years or whatever it is. So I'm curious now, where is the blame going? I, I just, man, I have visions of, of that first Sunday. And, you know, it, it, it's there's going to be like, you know, the by Dan signs are going to be out there or you oh, know, whatever. Yeah. it's going to be big, but, but why do I just have this vision of, of it's 24 to three in the second quarter? And it's like, <laughs> shit, yeah. like, shit. I mean, I hope yeah. not, but again, we've been through, I mean, this is just like, I said, it's like PTSD. We just, we, it just, I just have this feeling of like, yeah. And I think by the way, that's when things get really bad for Ron Rivera. Like he is obviously, the, the the guns have shifted like he unfortunately oh, yeah oh yeah he'll, he he if we do well it's going to be a great there people are going to say oh well this is this is ron when he's not working for dan right but if he doesn't do well it's like oh ron sucks i mean it's like <laughs> with yeah, dan, yeah. it's the same you know it's the same team and i think i think that's why um i was kind of you know the quarterback thing i i Whew. I mean, if, if it's one in four, you know, and Sam Hell hasn't played well and they got to go to Brissett or oh, I don't know, dude, I, I just I could see Ron Rivera not making it the whole season. I just don't see this new ownership, you know, putting up with this because then then you can see the next signs, you know, no Dan, no change. You know, oh, uh, yes, no yeah, <laughs> same result and I mean, same you know, team, same. Yeah. Oh, yes, new owners, same, same shit, stuff. New owners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they'll start yeah. calling them, you know, uh, Dan Harris or you know, whatever they'll, they'll call them. <laughs> yeah. You know, yes. it's like, I mean, because come on, that's DC, right? Like that could happen instantly. So that's why I kind of thought, okay, maybe you bring in a new coach, maybe you bring in a Lamar, 
and, and you just because you got to just get the fans talking and excited about something else. But like you said, you know, if you got to pay Lamar all that money and he doesn't work out and I don't know, man, I think his reputation's starting to get a little, you know. With, well, with, yeah. Number one is and you never want to have this, but he was questioned by a Ravens teammate last year for for taking off. Hey, man, I'm not playing because I don't like my contract situation. And, dude, that is an unforgivable uh, thing. And, and for that to happen inside the Ravens or the Ravens is not run like a rinky dink. Uh, putt-putt course. I mean, they they know what they're doing there. So for that to come out in that locker room during the playoffs, yeah, I, I lost all all respect for Lamar Jackson. Uh, him saying I'm not playing, and you know, I'm, yeah, I'm hurt. Uh, but but and the guys are like, dude, just if you play, we have a chance to win. Nah, not doing it, man. That's that's too much RG three for me. Yeah, I think too. You know, you look at the Ravens, like, but but so here's the other side to that. You look at the Ravens, great ownership, great middle management, GM great coach right and they're having quarterback problems so it it can happen anywhere um on any team but i will say you know it's just you feel better if you're a ravens fan if they wind up trading lamar you just feel better that they'll fix it like you just feel like whether it's the draft or they bring in somebody like you i don't know like you would just feel good us i mean i'm going into this year and i'm like Uh, all right, we won't have Dan, but like you said, that excuse will be off the table. Right. You know, all of a sudden, like, is Jamin Davis really good because Dan's on a yacht with $7 billion? I don't think so. Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, I just... That's what I mean. We still have to play football games, which Dan wasn't a part of. Uh, Now, he may have had a hand in a few guys on the field here and there, and I'm not saying he's to be totally absolved of of, uh, any of the blame to go around, but I'm telling you right here, he wasn't the, all the problems, so we'll see. I mean, I, I listen, we're diehard fans, so we hope that we turn the corner. I think it obviously will be easier to change the culture because that's what we're trying to do with him out of the building. There's no doubt. Um, is Rivera that person? I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, he's definitely a good culture person, but is he the head coach? I don't know. But I think we play this whole season out. We let everybody kind of sit and see where they're at, and I think at the end of next year, you'll see massive changes. If uh, if we if we have even a mediocre record, if we're eight and eight again, or even nine and seven, nine and eight, or whatever, I, I see a total dismantling of everything. And I think at that point, you've hit rock bottom, and now you can build to something great. But who knows? I mean, I'm already banking for a losing season, I guess. I but, know, I know. Uh, you know, but who knows? I mean, at, at that point, we'll have to check it out and see. But. Uh, All right, well, that's the first hour in the books here. It is uh, the Fun Bunch podcast. Make sure you hit share, like, and comment. Uh, Let us know what you like, what you want to hear more of. Uh, You can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts. Uh, We're going to do something here uh, that we did on our radio show for a number of years. In fact, we were known uh, for doing this. Uh, These are uh, classic prank calls. Uh, that uh, Marco, who is probably the best in the in the industry at doing prank calls, uh, and every single week on our show, we will feature one of his. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, which one this is? Yeah, so this uh, call, and like you said, we've been doing these for, for years. So we thought to ourselves, well, if we do a podcast and we talk about sports and stuff, well, we'll incorporate some of the some of the prank calls. Some of these small towns, they have like these AM radio stations, and they do this thing called Tradio. And so what this is, is you can call up and say, hey, I've got this thing for sale. If you're interested in it, call me. And then they give like their number out live on the radio. So you would be at home, write down, oh, I want to buy that car. So you write down and then you just call the guy and you're like, hey, I want to come see the car. (laughs) So, yeah, it's like yard sale, really. 
Yeah, except on the radio. I mean, I, I can't believe this still exists, but it happens. Well, <laughs> so I was listening to this small station. I think it was like in North Carolina or something. And this guy calls up and he wants to sell these dogs. And he just starts describing these dogs. And he's like, yeah, I got these black dogs and I got those black dogs and I got these black dogs. So I said, you know what? I'm going to call them and I got to put on like this hill jack redneck kind of a just a idiot accent type of thing. <laughs> and I'm going to call them and tell my represent like I'm one of the sponsors of the radio station. And I'm offended because, you know, he just kept calling the dogs black and I just didn't think he should be able to do that. And so that was kind of where the, the call picks up from. All right, here we go. It's our very first prank call. What do you call this one? Black dog? Uh, no, I, I called it politically incorrect dog. <laughs> oh, nice. I think All that's right. what I called it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hello. Yeah. You uh, Tradio about the dog? Uh, Yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, we got a call about that. Uh-huh. I guess you, how did you describe the dog? She's black, but she's got like. Well, let me cut. Let me cut you off right there. That was part of the part of the uh, we 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 one of the sponsors of the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently, you called and you said black. (laughs) Yeah, black German Shepherd. Well, that that offended some people. They they you know were a little offended by that. Really? Yeah, yeah. You you gotta you you know it's uh we're living in a different age now, and Mm -hmm. you know to 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 say (laughs) something's Mm -hmm. black. That's uh, just tough. That's tough to do. Well, how do you describe it then? <laughs> you well, do- you know, that's the challenge. I, I thought uh, maybe coffee bean. I mean, I've, that's the way I see them listed. You know? Coffee uh, Well, bean. we'll be calling those people too. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know that you did it on purpose. I, I don't know that you did. You know? Well, why would I do it on purpose? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know that you did, and I, I don't know that hey. you, you didn't. Who is this? I mean, I got mixed in my family. I mean, I'm... Whoa, 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 whoa. You you can't say mixed. What, what are you doing? You can't say that. I, it's, it's, what is it? Wait, you have a multi-ethnic family, sir. You, you, can't okay. say, you can't say mixed. All right. Okay, I'm just saying I'm not a racist. I mean, I just... Okay, no. what about my Yorkie? I mean, it's the same color. I mean, you know, <laughs> same color. when you describe something, you try to describe it just like a tool or what? What, it, what, anything. what? what colors your Yorkie? Uh, black. No, and sir, <laughs> sir, you, you're not. We're not making a lot of progress here on this call. What are you talking about? You, you know, we're not. All right, all right. Yeah, okay. I just won't advertise them more. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, listen, if I fit anybody, I'm sorry. You are sorry. You are going to apologize. Yeah, sorry, buddy. I mean, uh, I didn't mean to fit nobody. Describing a dog. How do you describe a car? <laughs> uh, well, uh, what would you say if you saw a car like that? Did they need to quit making cars then, I guess. <laughs> All right, I'm off here, sir. Wait a minute. Thank wait you. A minute. Don't you think you're you're taking us a little bit, blowing it out of proportion here? No, we no you are. I'm not. I said I said I was sorry, and I'm done. Well, I understand. I, listen, I, people were calling us. And really, they're bent out of shape about it. I mean, you said so. That, this is the radio station. Well, we're one of the sponsors of the radio station, and they're yeah. they're they're bent out, <laughs> yeah. bent out of shape, and they don't want to listen anymore. And I've had some. Then you know what? They need to quit printing the collar in, in in the newspapers too. Then, you know, I mean, anything you read, uh, they need to quit making crayons. I mean, come <laughs> why, on now. Why would they do that, sir? Why would you describe a dog? And what? So what are you supposed to say? I I would say 
Yeah, maybe coffee, coffee bean color. <laughs> or uh, okay, then they shouldn't describe a dog as silver, white. Well, that doesn't offend anybody, sir. You know what I mean? That doesn't offend. Well, I'm offended by white. Then I'm done. I see your point to a certain extent. <laughs> Call him back. Yes. Hey, we got disconnected. Sorry about that. We got no, we didn't get disconnected. I told you I, I apologize, and I'm done. So you can just tell him if you like. We just want to make sure our town uh, isn't offending people. I mean, you know, you, you got some people upset. There's some people. Then they that... should call me. Oh, I boy. mean, really. Well, you How do you describe a car? I, I am upset. I'm not a racist. That's all I've got to say, buddy. <laughs> well, not a racist. <laughs> call him back. Call him back. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to get you for harassment if you don't quit. My, my phone keeps dropping out. I'm sorry about that. And um, it just. No, you no, you don't hear me, do you? I said. I heard you. Listen. The... I'm going to get you for harassment. I didn't call him uh, back after that. Was uh, uh, you know, <laughs> there you go. You, you know, oh, let me man. tell you something. And we've been doing this for years. I mean, years. You know, you got somebody when they answer the phone, and the first thing they say is, "I tell you what, I'm gonna do." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, That's he, it, was man. he was pissed. He was pissed. He was he was uh, honestly trying to figure out what he could say. Uh, but uh, you know what? The funny part about that prank call is that uh, in 2023. I mean, that's I could see that call happening. Actually, that call is not far from from where we currently sit in our socio oh, no, uh, socioeconomic uh, uh, places here. I mean, because yeah, uh, no. everyone is offended by something. You could see he was he was searching his brain to come up with either another way to describe something, but it just kept coming out of color. Yeah, it's just you know I just thought like okay, let's see how far I can take it with this guy because when I heard him do his ad, I don't know what it is. I just I can sense I I can sense somebody when I talk to him for just a few seconds. Doesn't take long. This guy could easily fly off the handle very quickly. Like <laughs> oh, <it's> just yeah. <laughs> when I heard him doing, I was like, I gotta call this guy. And I just I wondered how long it would take to question him talking about the color of his dog for him to go, I'm not a racist. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, Boy, we're talking came, about your dog. You know, came right like, uh, I do like the idea of a coffee bean, though. That was uh, <laughs> that was not only funny, but uh, that's uh, that's a pretty good one there. It was good. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, you know, I don't know. That's all I could come up with on the fly. You never know what these people are going to say back to you, right? So you got to sort of be right. ready to go. But, uh, yeah, I think his blood pressure was, uh, it was elevated there by the end. <laughs> it was of, elevated. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'll tell you what My I'm going to do. My favorite was. His wife in the background. Who the hell are you talking to? She <laughs> something. He goes. I am upset now. You know, so. yeah. uh, there you go. That is our classic prank call. Each and every episode of our podcast, we'll have uh, one of those uh, from Marco. Uh, looking forward to uh, to next week's there. That is uh, fantastic. So uh, in the hour two of our podcast, I thought it would be good to uh, do uh, a couple little elements here. Um, we call this the uh, the way back uh, playback, and uh, basically, uh, if you've been a fan of this team, or really, there's a lot of other teams that you could pile into what we've been doing for the last few years. We're we were not certainly the worst team uh, in pro football in the last 25 years, but uh, sometimes you like to just go back and you like to live the glory days. So uh, so we call this the way back playback. This is when the teams were good, or at least the plays were good. Even if you had a crappy season, you could pick out a good play. Do you want to? Do you want? You want to? You want to do one? Yeah, let's find something to be happy about. Let's find something right. to get pumped up about. All right, so uh, this is called the way back playback. These are some of our favorite uh, teams, our favorite uh, players, our favorite situations uh, in times past. You can see already with the thumbnail here, Bill Parcells, who uh, was the best 
coach to beat in the history of football because he would get pissed, and you could see him being pissed on the sidelines, and it just made me feel happy. Dude, I love it. And I'm telling you, though, I've if you're an old-school fan like us, you have seen that Parcells face a million times. I mean, oh. you've, just, you've just seen it. He looks... He's thinking terrible thoughts about players on his team. Like I mean, just, look at his face right I now. <laughs> he's and he's got the lead. Pissed. And he's got yeah. the lead at this point. He's still pissed off. <laughs> so this is, uh, you remember the Monday Night Miracle. Santana Moss, his famous nickname is Cowboy Killer. Oh, and yeah. why is that? Because he would have his best games against the Cowboys. Now, I remember watching this. I was living in Florida at this time. Uh, this was very late. So I think that we're, we're at five minutes left in this game here, I think, or a few minutes left in the game. And you can see the stat, which I didn't even know at the time. 77-0 and leading with 13 points any time during the fourth quarter. This guy is unbeatable. 77 games. Like, I mean, I it, it's, in a row. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, so, yeah. you know, and I think to this point in the season, I don't think we have scored a, I think this is the second game of the year. And I don't think we had scored a touchdown yet. During yeah. the season, I think game one we didn't, and then up up here in the fourth quarter, I don't think we had scored a touchdown. Uh, no, and up year. until this point of the game, we weren't doing jack. I mean, no. I think we were probably punted like seven times. I mean, this was the worst I'd ever seen. We wouldn't throw the ball more than six yards down the field. We couldn't go anywhere. Our running game sucked. Bro, I, mean, I was our- calling Mark Brunel like I, I was. I was <laughs> fucking railing on Mark Brunel. So I was like, he sucks. He wanted, he's fucking has been. I was going bananas on Brunel. Yeah, so this is the Monday Night Miracle. Let's start the game uh, with just a few minutes left and uh, see how this thing plays out. Relief pitcher who comes in with the lead. And if he has a 13 or more point lead anytime in the fourth quarter, 77 and 0. Yep. So. Second and 10. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I lost my shit right there. (laughs) I lost my shit. I said right there, it's over. It's fucking over. He just takes a 10-yard sack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, huddle up. (laughs) Huddle up for nothing. I think I was so pissed off. Oh, yeah. Look, who blocked here? No one blocked where. This guy's coming off the end. I mean, this is ridiculous. But this is what we're used to. And I'm screaming, throw the ball away, throw the ball away. I'm like, why Why did you hold on to that ball? Just throw it away. And that's a horse collar. They didn't but, call I mean, that shit, did they? Not back then. So now we now so here now we have He's at the 10. Jesus Christ. That's the fastest I've ever seen Mark Brunel run. I swear oh, to God. Yeah. So now we're at four minutes. Again, we haven't done anything. It's fourth and two, so we went for this fourth and two. I remember almost not getting this. Yeah. Is that Thrash? That is yeah, Thrash. Yeah, James Thrash. Holy shit. All right, so so we convert a fourth and 15. We're 57 minutes into this game, and we have done nothing. Like, Absolutely. Nothing. Look, zero points. They're getting yeah. ready to shut us out. And we had not thrown the ball past, like, 15 yards. They were all at the, at the, at the thing until this pass. And right Moss, there, right there, I'm like, I know there's a flag. I know. There's oh yeah, a flag. oh, like, holding. Like, yep. The hands to the face, offense. And look, and they're talking. And there's oh, our boy. There he is. There's boy, our boy. Young and spry. <laughs> oh, you'll be a billionaire one day, Danny. Don't worry, buddy. Yeah. So Best now we're 244. Uh, at this point, we had until we'd thrown that ball, we hadn't done nothing. And then this right here. This is uh, this is. 
He fucking throws that, the same pass. Dude, let me just tell you something. Look at Dan Snyder. He's going nuts. Right let me, all right, so right here, right there, I was... It was about at this point. You're, you're this is Monday Night Football, so there's two minutes left. So this is a, probably on the East Coast midnight. It's it, close it was like to a, midnight, absolutely. Yeah. So right here, when this ball lands into Santana and Moss's hands, I can remember it like it was yesterday. Even though I'm divorced at this point, right <laughs> here, I start screaming at the top of my lungs inside. And I have two kids, uh, two and four at this time. And a wife that's upstairs sleeping, and a mother-in-law that's actually living with us. Oh shit! Uh, and I start screaming like nobody has ever screamed in their entire life. Uh, doing what Dan Snyder's doing you. right there. That was you in your house. <laughs> and I, she came running downstairs asking me, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I'm like, "Dude, we just scored." She's like, "I don't care." She doesn't give a shit. She doesn't give a shit. Of the oh. last 57 minutes of evil. Look at Parcells' face. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at that cheerleader just mugging him. Oh, my God. Listen to what listen to what John Madden just says. Listen. <laughs> there it is. Here it is. Lousy offense. Lousy. That was it. Uh, so now here's what do you? Okay, let me let me see if you're the classic Redskins fan. All right, so oh. it's the fourth quarter, two minutes and thirty five seconds. We just now. So what are you thinking? Right, it's thirteen thirteen. Let's go with this because there's a couple of caveats to this. It's thirteen thirteen. What are you thinking? Well, so, so first of all, I'm already resigned myself to the fact that we're missing the extra point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I knew we were going to miss the extra. Yeah. There's no way we make it. That's one. Uh, that one, is number one. One A is, so we've got one, and I got one A just underneath it. Why the fuck did we score so quick? Like, why didn't we try to get a drive <laughs> still going? still two minutes left <laughs> in the game. Jesus it's enough Christ. for them to go all the way down the field and lose. Right. Man, I, mean, I tell you. <laughs> dude, two and a half minutes, they're going to throw little dump-offs, get down to the 35, kick a field goal, and fucking go home. Exactly. That's what I'm telling myself. So I'm exactly. like, yeah, I'm like, we're missing the extra point. Which we didn't, yeah. and here we, we go. We didn't. We didn't. Oh! That's Sean Taylor, ladies and gentlemen. And, <laughs> I remember and, that hit, and dude. for a minute, I, I probably screamed fumble. Because that was back in the day where they had a hard time. That was a tough play back then. Like, when yeah. did he get possession? Did he have the two feet down? I'm screaming fumble, fumble, fumble. Because he had the ball. Yeah. He had the ball. Oh, man, what so, a monster. Yeah. But that was when he was still wearing 36, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was 36, Taylor, right? right yeah, out. boy. No, that's, that's 21. Eight. That's 21. Oh, he's gonna, yeah. No, watch this hit, dude. This guy never catches a ball in the NFL after this. <laughs> Boom. Dude, I'm that, telling you, that, that that's a been an, fucking fumble. Back then, that's a fumble because they oh didn't have God. that football move bullshit. It was taking yeah. catch in two feet. Look at this yeah. guy. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, That's going to be all of us in a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best look right there. Oh, there it is, boy. Right there. He can't believe what he's watching. Now one play. No, you got... two. Because you know they're going. Well, it was four seconds. Yeah, you're right. This yeah, is it. Yeah, one play. Third down and ten. Right now, I am. Oh. 
I yeah, am, dude. I I'm am, like they're gonna. They're somehow they're gonna oh, make this, or we're gonna have a penalty. Penalty. Oh shit! Oh, you know who that was? You know who came in there flying like a freight train? Oh yeah, right here, Sean Taylor. And there you go. Our but way I, back. I'm telling you, there was that little moment when they did that little dump off, and oh. I'm going, "Oh shit!" Let me tell you what's going to happen. Yeah, because all of our defenders are all the way down the field throwing. Yeah, Hail Mary. and we're, we can't tackle. No, but they're going to get it down and tackle them at like the twenty. But there's going to be like a face mask, and they're just going <laughs> to march on the the kicker, and that's it. I was yeah. convinced. All this right here is a fucking blur to me. I've never seen any of this in my life. What's going on <laughs> yeah, right I was now? too busy running around the house. I, I just, I blacked out. I mean, I don't know what oh happened. I just, I couldn't believe it. Dude, uh, look at this handshake. Look at this handshake. <laughs> yeah, this no, is so funny, dude. You try to time this on your watch, how, how much Bill Partell. Boom, done. <laughs> oh, he's out of here. Oh, and those guys man. had played against each other for decades, right? Because of, a, oh, yeah. he was with the Giants for so long. Um and you want to know what my screensaver was for years? That right there. Oh. <laughs> there was like right there. I mean, when he caught that ball, dude, I'm telling you, man, the cowboy killer. Yeah, dude, it's funny. Like even watching that, like it, it seems, it seems like a long time ago that we we were good, and then also it doesn't because I like remember it so vividly. Like I remember that. Like, like that yeah. play and everything, and I'm just like, even Al Michaels, like I, now I'm remembering the calls. I remember right where I was, right where I was sitting on the couch. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Oh, God. dude. I mean, come on. I mean, I, exactly. Like, I couldn't believe it either, actually. And uh, we've had a couple of good wins. Uh, you know, we've had some good wins. We've had a couple of good seasons, but not not a lot. And uh, But uh, that way back playback right there is my favorite because I, I'm telling you, um, I don't know that it led to the divorce in the end, but uh, it certainly did not help it. And let me tell you something, boy. She came running down the stairs, and I didn't even know why she was mad. Because I mean, I was—I had never been that happy in my life. <laughs> Maybe that's why she was mad. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> probably it, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, yeah. uh, you know, it all went end up for the best. You know, worked out for the best. You got to have. Like, my wife's really cool, man, because uh, she supports this Redskins thing, this Washington football thing, like like yeah. to a thousand. Like, she knows on Sundays it goes to 10. Like, I'm a little <laughs> bit out of control. I'm very unreasonable uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. about a lot of things, you know, and it's just, uh, you know, she's had some fun with it. And the kids are just bananas, bonkers Washington fans. So that's been kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just one of those. It's one of those things. I've had girlfriends before that didn't get it. They were like, oh, yeah, we're like, what do you mean on Sundays? Like, we're not really like do <laughs> doing anything. anything. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm just going to probably just pretend like you don't exist because I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and I'm you just for the over? game. I mean, we got the pregame, we've got <laughs> the game and we got the postgame. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a 12 hour at least deal. I mean, yeah, yeah you got the pregame and then the last game doesn't end till like midnight. And then there's some postgame after that. It's the whole. Yeah. I was like, just take Sunday and just cross it. All. It doesn't. Exist. Yeah. Go shopping. Do you know what you should you do, want. babe? Do Sundays for you. You take Sundays and do whatever you want to do. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, it didn't and so you, you just can't, uh, you know, it's you, hard to find somebody like that. Yeah. You must have found, I was just going to say, you found a saint is what you did. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, even, even convincing. Cause in the beginning when I was like, look, you know, uh, we're going to name this uh, kid, the middle name is going to be Gibbs. 
Gibbs. What the fuck is that? You know, so then, <laughs> and then there's you know, Riggins. What the fuck is that? You know, it's, yeah. but then and then it's like, oh, it's all works out, you know. And so we got all this redskin shit. I mean, I, I've got in my room, my bedroom, I've got uh, I went to the Sean Taylor game just after um he had died. And so the jersey that I wore, uh, and they gave away these commemorative like hats uh with 21 on them and everything, and she had it framed for me, and it's in the bedroom. Yeah. Not in like some fucking man cave that she never goes into. No, right. it's in the bedroom. And the actual so, you made it to the actual bedroom with the it. The actual bedroom. So I was like, all right, she's bought in hundred so. <laughs> percent. Well, uh, I think it's only fitting uh, since uh, Santana Moss is named the Cowboy Killer mainly because of that, but he always had good games against the Cowboys. And our, our way back playback uh, was against the Cowboys, and we hate the Cowboys. I'd like you to show everybody what's uh, under your desk at oh. this point. Uh, uh, Bro, because anytime. How have we been doing this an hour and a half and this thing hasn't <laughs> I, I come don't out know. Yet? I figured it would be People out like, all day. What, what, what hasn't come out yet? What, what you <laughs> yeah, what's under yeah, the desk? I got this uh, artifact from. Uh, a buddy of mine and uh here's the camera and what's what this <laughs> let me put the mic down here because I, I i do this thing where i like to hold the mic but um yeah. let me put this down to show you how this works although i so think you that... could probably imagine <laughs> unless that's the center in the quarterback i'm pretty sure i know what's good oh and it even has an apparatus there yeah, yeah. there's <laughs> And I don't see that in the store a lot. Is that is that something you could buy at like a Walmart or? Uh... Oh yeah, aisle six. Aisle <laughs> six. Yeah, okay. it says aisle six. Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> <And that's... laughs> but yeah, so this this uh, you know, I don't, I don't, um, I haven't shown this to the kids, uh, for whatever reason. But uh, <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> but I uh, I have taken it to bars before. I've taken it to uh, friends' houses who are having, uh, you know, like when we're playing the Cowboys. Um, I took it to a bar once, and I got to tell you, I, dude, you would have thought that's I better was, than having a puppy. Oh, a hundred percent. You would have thought <laughs> I, I mean, was. Oh, I mean, I took so many pictures with people like that. It was just crazy. <laughs> a and, celebrity. Yeah, and so, but one one time we were playing the Cowboys and we beat them. I mean, it's you know years ago. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, my uncle's the biggest Cowboys fan. He said he had just called him. The game had just ended. And he was like, fuck you. Fuck this. Don't ever call me. Get like he said, dude, this guy gets legit pissed. Oh, so yeah. I, I can understand. Video, <laughs> he just took a video of me doing this and sent it to him. I <laughs> writes back, go fuck yourself. I mean, was, but yeah, dude, you walk into a bar with that when you're playing the Cowboys and you win. Oh, oh. Dude, it's now it doesn't happen a lot for nope. us, but when 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 it when the stars align, yeah, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to see if I could find if they did this for like every you know like every team, so you would all every weekend you would have something. You'd have an Eagles one, yeah. You should or, definitely have an Eagles and a Giants one. That's what I think. You should have an NFC East. You could call them call it like the um like the fuck you four pack or something, where you <laughs> you know you got yeah, the, right. four teams and you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but then I thought they should make one. But but where the cowboy guy is Dan Snyder, and <laughs> that might be kind of funny. That yeah. might be kind of funny. Well, um, theoretically, if you had the fuck you four pack, you would you would only have the the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys, and then you would because you wouldn't be doing that to your own team. So then right. the extra one could be a Dan Snyder one. Right. Well, because yeah, that is essentially doing it to our own team because that's what he's done. But, no, you're you're, <laughs> you're right, like a hundred percent. Like so, make make Snyder the other one. Um, <laughs> but I thought that was kind of a. It's kind of cool. Like it's really just a special occasion thing, right? But um, yeah, you I don't break we, it out every game. 
Yeah, I thought that we'd have a segment uh, down the road, and we call it like "fuck the Cowboys," and that can kind of be the thing, you know, that kicks off the segment. Just makes sense, you know. I like it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is a uh, very, very good, and uh, I have never seen one of those, and I will be <laughs> on the lookout at the local uh, swap shop stuff. Just uh, although I probably won't find one of those. I've looked. I, I a buddy of mine tried to find. I don't know. I, I don't even remember exactly where I got it, but um, what would buddy- you type into Amazon? So that's what my buddy said. He said, I was typing in the craziest shit. And then he said, like, for a month, Amazon was like, it was all this just garbage shit. It was, dude. It was just Uh, lubes and handcuffs and all this shit. Cowboy hats with lube. And I was like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. You screwed my algorithm up and I still didn't get it. Surprised the cops didn't show up. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, man, I have to go buy one of those. That'll be uh, fantastic. Well, listen, uh, this is an interactive show. It's really your show. We're pushing the buttons here, but we want this to be a place where not only uh, Skins fans can come, any fans are welcome. Yes, even Dallas fans, if you think you can come on and defend yourself uh, in front of here, we would love to have you all. You can leave a comment uh, and let us know where you're watching us from. If you're watching this on YouTube, we would love to have people join the show. It's super easy, by the way. We just send you a link. Uh, you could use your phone or a tablet, or if you got a setup like we have here, doesn't matter. You can come on our show and uh, you can just talk some football. Uh, and we promise to uh, let you have a, a little bit of your time, even if you're a Bills fan or a, a Falcons fan. We don't care. We we're pretty even here, right? I think if you're into having fun, because we called it the Fun Bunch, uh, you should try to get on here. So yeah. you know, obviously, if uh, if you're a fan of Washington and you've ridden the ups and the downs, and you want to have some fun, like you said, Billy, like uh, we're just going to shoot you a link. It's really easy. And you pop on with us. You can stay on as, as long as you want until we decide to throw you off or you want to yeah. disconnect. But like you said, too, <laughs> it's, it's easy to do. I know what we're kind of in this more of a studio uh, environment, but, you know, if you just have a, a, an iPhone or something, uh, it's really easy. You can jump on here with us. So leave a yep. comment. And we'll definitely get back to you. Yeah, we want it to be interactive. It is called the Fun Bunch. We want a bunch of fun people, guys, girls, uh, huge fans, uh, big fans. Uh, we'd love that. So uh, that's too. why Bring we're doing the haters. It. All they and we got a lot of them for yep. sure. Yep. <laughs> uh, but uh, for us, it's been a while. Uh, we worked together for a number of years, and it feels just like we never left. And that's how you know something's perfect. So uh, great job today on our very first pilot. What'd you think about the first show? We got it under our belt, and uh, we're gonna look back at this show probably in a year and be like. Dude, why did we put that on YouTube? But you know what? You got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere, right? So we were like, let's get it together. Let's do some pranks. Let's talk some football. And, um, you know, hopefully the next one we do, we're either right right at the edge of a sale or a sale the team has been announced. So that'll be a reason to party. Yeah, for sure. Dan is on the way out. I mean, at this point, it's it's inevitable. We'll just have to wait for it. Uh, and of course, we'll have that. We're going to try to do this podcast two to three times a week. Uh, we're not going to be this, you know, these podcasts that are, have like five episodes and then they bail. Uh, we don't do that. Uh, we've been Redskins fans our whole lives. We don't bail on anything <laughs> except my marriage. I bailed on that one, but uh, <laughs> you, could just, you could just blame Dan Snyder for that too. Find him, <laughs> oh, find yeah. him, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely his fault. Uh, but uh, we'll be here and uh, we'll be doing this podcast. So make sure you hit share, like, comment if you can, subscribe. If you got other friends that are sh- uh, super big fans, uh, make sure they subscribe to this channel. And this will be the place we all meet. I know we're going to do a, a Facebook page too as well. We'll uh, put all that those details inside of uh, YouTube here. And uh, I look forward to being with you for a bunch, man. And uh, man, uh, we're actually not that far from football season kicking off. If you can believe that, it's almost May. Almost May. Let's go. 
Let's go. All right. It's uh, Billy and Marco. Thank you very much for joining us on our very first pilot podcast. If you want to hear a subject or you want us to talk about something else, leave them in the comments, and we'd be happy to uh, to do that as well. Uh, anything, last words before we get out of here? Other than we're going to see you next time, man. And, and I'm telling you, we're knocking on the door of this Snyder sale. So that's what I'm jacked up about. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about uh, when we get back for sure. Have a fantastic day. Thank you very, very much for joining us on our uh, very first podcast. More to come, and we'll be back right here on The Fun Bunch on YouTube.